A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, I'm Mel. And I'm Trish. And, and this, this is the Don't Give a 50 podcast. Let's make getting old the new gold, as oh, you say. I like that. I like that one too. That was mine. I think that was mine. Hi, 50 Ishes. It's Mel and Trish. Welcome to another episode of the Don't Give a 50 podcast, a podcast for midlife women who dare to be awesome and don't give a 50. We're not slowing down. We're not ready to put on the handbrake. In fact, we're thriving and living our best lives. We received a lovely review from one of our tribe, Sandra, who wrote, I'm having major trouble talking today, Trish. Are you? <laughs> you had a bit of dry mouth, Mel. <laughs> Something like that. I'm not really sure. So Sandra, one of our 50 Ish tribe. Very nice. <laughs> Sound, you're articulating very well. I am. I'm impressed. <laughs> Before we hit record, I'm always <laughs> very impressed with your articulation. <laughs> Something that I tend to struggle with. No, no, you don't really. You think you come do, a long but you way. Don't. But anyway, I don't. I think it's because I'm reading this. But anyway, let's get back to Sandra. Okay, yeah. one of our 50s tribe. Sandra have to say? She said, so glad to have you both back in my ears. Love you girls and what you do. Best podcast ever. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, oh, Sandra. No. She said, I thought I knew a lot, but I've learnt so much more with plenty of nearly spit out my coffee laughs so go, that go along with it. So thank you, Mel and Trish. Oh, thank you, Sandra. Yeah, thank you, Sandra. Thanks for taking the time to yes, message us. Because so nice, it, it, you know, it takes a lot to do. So yeah. we like that. And we appreciate it. Like it. Yeah, we really do. So today we're chatting about fashion and personal style and like so many other areas of our lives, how we style ourselves, how we present to the world is changing at this very time for a variety of really important reasons, mm-hmm. isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes, because our body's changing. Yeah, exactly. Our boobs changing. That's our belly's changing. Our bodies are changing, boobs and bellies, our shapes. The elasticity our... of our skin and yes. our upper arms. <laughs> I'm, I'm noticing it around knees? my knees. That's where I notice it. I tell you what, um, our budgets Until are you change. Walk. 
I've got to tell you something, Trish. I've got to tell you something. Yeah. In the mornings when I get up, before I go to the gym, I have to stretch. Otherwise, yes. I'll probably end yes. up injuring myself. Yes. And I have to do, I've been told to do like a downward dog. <laughs> well, you should see the skin <laughs> hanging down on oh my, my knees. Gosh, yes. When I do my downward yes. dog, it's like, I yeah, do a bit of yin yoga and I'm, this I'm aware crook. of that skin you speak of. <laughs> this is this looks crook. Anyway, who, we don't give a 50. Don't give a 50. Who gives a 50? We can do a downward dog. Well, that's Some the thing. Can't. Yeah, before 5 a.m. too. No, I'm, I'm not doing any downward dogs <laughs> or any other sorts of dogs before 5 a.m. <laughs> It's a fair call. I'm mad. Sorry, but what else changes, Trish? Our budgets, our time, our time changes definitely, and our jobs may change and obviously our life. Yeah, lifestyle and confidence. Yeah, exactly. So for many 50-ishers, these experiences may have unraveled them a bit. So what do you think about that, Trish? Because it does. It does, but not all the time. Sometimes I Mm. think, yeah, fucking nailing this. Mm. And other times I think, oh, my my God, I have no idea yeah, yeah, so true, so true. So I'm excited about today's guest. And sometimes Sally when McKinnis. I think I'm nailing it, I may not be. Anyway, sorry, keep going. <gasps> I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited about today's guest, Sally McKinnon. She is one of Melbourne's most experienced personal stylist and wardrobe consultants for men and women, launching her business, Style by Sally, in 2007. She's known for her down-to-earth approach, intuitive and personal approach, and I follow her on Instagram and I would agree and with all I of that. I have been as well. Yeah. And I've done a little bit of backtracking, probably a little bit of stalking. Stalking, yeah. And just yeah. adore what she does. I know. I totally agree. She has undeniable knowledge on personal style and she leads a team of stylists who work with a really wide range of clients. So from CEOs to retirees to students, stay-at-home mums, professionals, business owners. Men and women. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah. If your husband doesn't go shopping with you and has a shocker, you can get Sally to deal with that. Yes, yes, yes. I know. But her goal is to help every single client look fabulous at any age with any shape and for any occasion, and that's just so important. I think the thing that too that I'm looking forward to talking to Sally about mm. is the fact that I think that we all think stylists are for celebrities or, yeah. you know, the, yeah. the richos. Yeah, but that's right. I, I think that it's a really smart way to shop. Mm. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I follow Sally on Instagram, as I said before, and trust me, she knows what she's talking about. So I am so thrilled to be sharing this time with her for the benefit of our 50-ish tribe. So exciting. Yeah. Here's our chat with Sally McKinnon. Hello and welcome to Don't Give a 50, gorgeous Sally McKinnon. It's great to virtually meet you from Melbourne. Likewise, ladies. How are you? Yeah, great, Sally. I must say I have been stalking you on Instagram and absolutely (laughs) love what you do. And we will will get to that because, yeah, so um, it's so awesome. So awesome to have you here and thank you. Thank you for giving up your time. So we're going to start with the basics and and take you back a little bit to begin with before we jump into your area of expertise so well. So how did you become a personal stylist? Was it something that you just happened to fall into or was it a lifelong? long passion and idea? I guess, to be honest, it probably always has been a lifelong passion, but being 51, no one, you know, there was no career when I was at school as a personal stylist or even a stylist, really. Like, what was that? And then even as you got older, we all then heard of stylists, but the only people who had stylists were celebrities and famous people. And so I've always had a really great passion for style and fashion and always loved shopping. And it's always been a huge interest. 
but as I said, there wasn't was never really the career path growing up. But I also loved school and I knew that I wanted to be a teacher. So I followed that dream and became a primary school teacher. Okay. And was always a very fashionable primary school teacher. <laughs> yeah. And um and then I guess, you know, I've got people like Trini and Susanna to thank because they were really, I feel like the you know, the two people that were at the forefront of personal styling, which is what I do. So styling the everyday woman, not celebrities, yep. not models. Yep. And I would watch their show and I would think to myself, this is what I can do. This is this, I get it. Like this just comes naturally to me. Mm-hmm. And so I'd been teaching for 10 years and I loved teaching, but I got to 10 years and I just felt a bit of a shift that I wasn't sure whether I could do it for another 10 years. Yep. And personal styling was just starting to emerge. Like there was literally one or two personal stylists in Melbourne. And I thought, well, you know what, if I don't do it now, I'll never do it. So I dropped down to four days a week teaching. So this was back in 2007. Mm. And I started my business on the side. And so for two years, I taught for four days a week. And literally every second that I wasn't teaching, I was building my business and at the end of 2008, I left teaching and started Style by Sally full time. Sally, that's awesome. Mm. As they say, do what you love and you never work a day in your life, right? Well, and it's true, true, true. And I, it's true, um, <laughs> definitely. And you know what? I'm still teaching. It's kind of the same. I'm yeah. just looking a different subject. Of course. Yeah. Sally, like people lo- are always very fascinated by the change. Like, oh my God, how'd you go from a teacher to a stylist? But I've come to realize it's just, it's kind of still the same thing. Same principle. You're educating. Sally, I, like you, was absolutely obsessed with Trini and Susanna. Is it Susanna? Is that right? Yeah, Susanna. Yeah. 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 It was so fun just to see what can be created. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And they were were mm. honest but but also quite nurturing. So Mm. nurturing. Mm. Yeah. And you have to be because it's very personal, isn't it? I think that, yeah, that that raising women up Mm. rather than kind of, you know, tearing them apart. It's like these are your strengths, work with them. So I guess taking it back just a step, for the novice out there, what does a personal styler do? I mean, obviously, you know, you pick styles that are good for the person, but what does that involve? So I guess, you know, as we said, it really is about teaching and educating men and women. So, you know, I certainly started off working with women, but then kind of organically the male clientele started to build and so I worked with men and women. I could imagine Mm. that, the wives going, can you help my husband? (laughs) (laughs) You've got me sorted, now sorted out. Or or often vice versa as well. I'll work with him and he was like, okay, now my wife or partner needs to. But really it's just about, at the end of the day, it's about catering to the individual needs of the client. And that's where there's a fine line. This is where I find, and I'm sure we'll talk about Instagram a little bit more, but at the end of the day, if you really want to learn about, you know, part of it is body shape, absolutely, but I'm not as focused on that as I used to be. But I also appreciate that a lot of women want some guidelines and some direction on how to dress for their shape. But it's also, but it's not just about some dressing someone's body shape. It's about taking into consideration their lifestyle, you mm-hmm. know, whether they're a stay-at-home mum, are they a CEO, do they travel a lot, are they retired, what's their budget, yeah. you know. I work with 
women of all budgets. And I think that's what probably people probably don't realise if they only follow me on Instagram and perhaps see the, the clothes and the brands that I wear. But that's actually not reflective of what I do every day. It's just very normal women shopping in normal shop. And that's actually what I love. Like I love to help just the everyday woman. So really when it comes down to it, it's basically listening to the client and determining their personal needs, what their goals are, and then helping them achieve that through the clothes they wear. And that might be actually physically taking them shopping, but it also might be what I've done all this week thus far, which is actually going into women's homes and men's homes and actually helping them with their existing wardrobe and identifying what's missing, what's not working, Uh what items can go together that they'd never thought about before and they don't even have to buy anything else because they realise all the gems are actually already there. They just don't have the confidence to put it together. That's brilliant. Do you leave them with, a friend of mine told me once that sometimes you can leave them with like Polaroids or a lookbook or something like that. Yeah. That. Gosh, I yeah, love so, that. So, I know. So today when I was styling my client, basically shopping her own wardrobe and she had beautiful clothes and the first outfit that I said, okay, let's, let's put this, this and this together, which to me was so, seemed so simple. She already had the fabulous trench, the great jeans, the cool, sne- the cool sneakers. She had everything there, the crossbody bag, but she'd never actually put it all, put it all together. Wow. Herself. Yeah. And she looked in the mirror, she goes, Oh my God. I said, right, take a photo. Yeah. So for the rest of the session, we just styled her wardrobe either on her body or laid it out on the bed. And we will do the same when we're shopping in stores, you know, take photos of the client so that they've got that record of outfits that work together. Yeah. So it's so no brainer. Visually, yeah. Because yeah, a lot of people, I know, I know I'm very visual, I'm a very mm. highly, highly visual person. And for me, when I see something visualised, that's when it kind of sticks into my memory. So, yeah, so visual lookbooks are are really important, but it doesn't have to be this highfalutin, you know, I don't know, program or app. Just photos on your phone. Yeah, Favorite reminders. Go. Put them in an album yep. and yeah. then they're there for you. Yep. Sally, mm. what, I, <laughs> what you were talking about before really resonates with me. And I think that the thing is that a lot of people think personal stylists, they think celebrities, mega rich, you know, that, oh, my gosh, that that's not for me. I'd love that, but that's too too much. What do you say mm. to people? Like how do you kind of explain that? Yeah, it's kind of tricky, I think, because of social media and people who have ne- never potentially used the service of sorry used the services of a stylist maybe have been following along following me on Instagram but there's still a bit of a disconnect between what I present on Instagram mm. and what I actually do. Like I actually still think a lot of people on Instagram actually don't know that this is my job. Yes, like, yep. That's what I actually do. I'm not sitting at home creating content all day. And I also don't want to. It's a really lonely life, to yes. be completely honest. So I guess at the end of the day, if someone can afford the ser- the service to begin with, then that's almost the part of the journey that you have to convince them mm. on. And that's not going to, you know, obviously I'm very experienced, so my rates are not going to appeal to everybody. But I guess, as I said, it's not about spending a lot of money. Sometimes it's not even about spending any money. Some people will come along and do a session just to learn, Mm. to 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 step outside their comfort zone and try on different combinations. So, look, it is a little bit tricky, but at the end of the day, I suppose that's why also I can use platforms like Instagram to share 
photos of mm. our client and then tag the kind of brands that we shop at so that people can look at that and go, oh, God, she's my age, blah, 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 and she shopped at Portman's and Jackie E yeah. and Seed. Oh, okay, so Sally shops at those places, yeah. which is, to be honest with you, probably 85% of our clients. Yeah. Yep. And I guess are, the other... Are that level shoppers. Yes, of course, yeah. And the yeah. other thing I would imagine is... We all have those shopping shockers in our wardrobe that we thought was a great idea at the time. Mm. So if you've got someone like you helping each season and building that wardrobe Mm. rather than buying the ridiculous things that you wear once and throw out, potentially there's savings to be made in the long run. Like it's smarter shopping than just, you know, going hell for leather. It's a very smart way to shop and whilst the outlay might seem a lot in one hit and it definitely is you know most people i know i wouldn't go out and spend a few grand in three hours yeah <laughs> on a whole oh, sally don't tell me my shopping habits are much less yeah um, than people probably think they are yeah i'm a very yeah. curated you know f- shopper yeah and i really don't with purpose shopping for myself with purpose but absolutely, it is. I often, I you know, I like to say that when you shop with the stylist, it's actually a really clever way to shop. Yes, um, yeah. Because you're you're making sure that everything works together. And then you know, I've been, I've now got clients that I've been shopping with for fifteen years, and I've got a wad, an inch thick of all their previous shopping plans. And it's a building process, so you're not buying things that you don't love or you don't know how to wear. Also, probably part of my job that I don't promote as much as I probably should, is that when you shop with me <laughs> or my team, you will save money at the stores because mm. the stores love me. Yes. You know, so they're like, yeah, come right. in here, Sally. So get I get some all discounts. Yeah. Discounts so they incentivize to bring your guests in. Yes. Brilliant. Totally. Nothing, no kickback for me. I need to, no kickback for me. But at yeah. the end of the day, yep. a lot of our clients will actually save their fee in the discount. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. And I think there's a, there's a couple mm. of really important points that you've raised. And first, I would argue that, you know, in terms of your own shopping and your wardrobe, it's highly curated because you've got an innate sense of your own style and what you need and what you don't need. And no doubt you're obviously very disciplined as well. But also going back to your, you know, the clients and the, the women and men that you work with, the fact that you're able to help them rebuild confidence. This is a time of life where we do lose confidence for multiple reasons. Mm-hmm. You know, perhaps, and we spoke about this in the intro, you know, body shapes have changed, you know, our budgets have changed, times changed. Teenage children giving us fashion advice and stripping our confidence. All sorts of things. And but there's, you know, there's a whole host of reasons why we can, you know, we can lose confidence at this stage. So the fact that, you know, a lot of your clients may have, like you said, the lady that you spoke to uh, spoke about before, about she had the trench and all the great things, but she didn't have the confidence to put it together. And I think that that's a real Mm. key issue in midlife is that falling away of some of the confidence that has been there when we were younger. And we need to put it back together. I think also such a strong point for me would be that Sally is out there in the trenches, so to speak, in the shops. <laughs> yeah. and I'd like to be in those trenches. I love those but trenches, Sally. She knows the good things, the yeah. things that work, the great yeah. pieces, the yeah. timeless pieces. Yeah, absolutely. You know, whereas we can mm. go searching for that for hours and not find it. Because, mm. oh, yeah, I know where those jeans are. Yeah, I know the ones you need. Exactly right. yeah. 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 yeah, that's so true. And that's part of the, the value and I suppose the value behind the cost of a stylist is this is what we do for a job. So you tell me that, you know, this is what you need, this is what you want, this is your budget, 
bang, I'll t- I know exactly where to go. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You got that, yeah, that deep knowledge. Man. Yeah, absolutely. Can you see, um, or in your experience, Sally, is there anything that you see happen with women in midlife in relation to style, or not really? Oh God, yeah. Um, Do you feel like you yeah. should have done a degree in psychology as well as your teaching yes, degree? Well, totally, mm. totally. But I think that's also kind of, I think part of why I can do what I do is probably yes. because I was a teacher. So yeah. I'm a good listener. I'm a pretty good judge of character. Um, I'm, I can show empathy towards someone. So I don't, I don't have children myself, but clearly most of my clients do. So, you know, obviously my friends and family do. So, you know, I still like to think that while my lifestyle might be quite different to my client, I can still empathize with them of and course. listen to them and, and help them and guide them. So, yeah, I think what happens, one thing is that, you know, like you just said, Trisha, is that, you know, all of a sudden you have teenage children and maybe if you've got teenage girls and you're like, well, I don't want to be dressing like my teenage daughters and then your teenage daughters have way too much to say about their mother's (laughs) style. So inevitably then women kind of lose a little bit of sense of of who they are and what they are and what's what's appropriate, what's, I hate that term, what's age appropriate. Ah, yes, so do I. I agree. Yeah, yeah. So that becomes a real issue for women as to, you know, all of a sudden, oh, I'm in my 50s. Can I just say also this is also extremely common for women in their 40s? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would actually almost say that women moving from the 30s to 40s have a little bit more of an identity crisis mm-hmm. than 40s to 50s. I kind of thought, think by 50s we've got our shit sorted a bit more. And yep. we don't give a 50. <laughs> yeah, we don't give a 50. Which and is, we don't give a 50. That's our catch cry, mm. see. That's mm. right, exactly. Mm. So, but to get back to that question, yeah, you know, women will question, oh, am I still at a shopping sports girl even though I'm in my 50s? Well, of course you bloody can, but yeah. you're not going to choose the same things that maybe you yes. chose yeah. when you were in your 20s or 30s. Correct. So, I just think women in general, you know what I'm talking about. We yeah. just we're bombarded with so many, so much stuff that we kind of get a little bit confused. Yeah, yeah. And overwhelmed. While social media is an amazing tool to get inspiration mm-hmm. to create amazing relationships and bonds with your followers and you know, you can be kind of anyone you want to be. How amazing is that that you can kind of build these communities, whether you're a stylist or a whatever, whether you're, you know, plus size or all those kind of things. But so in many ways, we've kind of got inspiration at our fingertips. Yeah. But equally, it can kind of be a bit overwhelming at the same time because Mm. there's so much out there. And we get lost in the overwhelm, don't we? We do. And that's Mm. the same, you know, with everyone we speak to, whether it be nutrition or whatnot, it's like, it's great that there's all that information out there, but it's almost too much because you don't know which one yeah. to lean on. You I also need to filter it, don't you? Yeah. Mm. I also have a thought too that for some women and, you know, we have our glory days, you know, we have that time of our life where we had the hairdo <laughs> the and the makeup. It was a purple patch, Trish. <laughs> and the outfits and stuff. And I think that for some of us it's really hard to let that look go. It's like, you know, you've got yeah. to let it go. The 80s were great, Trish, but let them go. <laughs> but now they've come back, so maybe I don't have to. <laughs> I know. They're all back, 80s and 90s, mm. my goodness. But there's there's always going to be... A slight tweak. Yes, yes, there has to, to be. what was fashionable in a different decade to what is now. We don't want to replicate it 100%. 
Do we? Totally no, not. it needs to morph. Yeah. It needs to morph. And just sort of backing up, sorry, Sally, thank you for clarifying about that, the identity crisis that you find with your clients, like the 30 to 40s and very much in the 40s, because yeah. a lot of our, that's why we call our tribe our 50-ish tribe, because they're 40s, yeah. 50s and 60s. Mm. And so, yeah, a lot of our listeners are in their 40s. So they will be, you know, listening to this going, yeah, actually, that is totally me. You've nailed it. I know. Yeah. I have, I remember a couple of friends of mine and, you know, one friend was, I think, helping another friend for an event and she had lost a lot of weight so she was buying some new outfits and she tried on these shorts and she was like oh they're too short Mm. you're in your 50s now you can't wear those shorts Mm. she was like if you're rocking them babe (laughs) yeah so (laughs) it's all those misconceptions you know and that's what yeah yeah Yeah. 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 Mm. you feel good in something if something makes you leave the house feeling confident you know whatever whatever you know feeling you want to apply to on how you look then then go for it I don't think you know you've got to kind of throw all those rules out the window love that are there some other common misconceptions about being stylish at this age that are out there you mentioned age appropriate is there anything else yeah I think it I think it just comes down to basic things like length of skirt length Mm. of shorts you know how much skin should I show can I still wear a low scoop neck top and show off some cleavage can I show my arms Mm. oh gee their arms is such a big one for women women, isn't it so hard on themselves yeah we are to their bodies and what is you know what is appropriate to to show off basically but yeah I think it's more male I think just that you know okay I'm in my 50s where do I what what brands cater for me at this age whereas you shouldn't really be thinking about it like that you should be thinking I can shop in every store I can go to H&M I can go to Cotton On I can go to Scanlon and I will find something that suits me Mm. rather than oh I I can only go to these stores or I can only go to sports craft because their target market is 45 plus. I I just think that this is why this conversation that we're having with you now is so important because there's an inextricable link between what we wear, what we choose to wear and our confidence and how we walk out into our day feeling, how we present ourselves to the world. And that's why it's so important to be having Mm. these conversations. So, and it's great to hear it from people like yourself, you know, when you've got so much, so much depth of knowledge, so much experience in this field to be saying to women, like you can shop in any shop you want. Any shop that fits you is where you can shop essentially. Yeah. And I often say to people, you know, if we all, if, if the, the world was a nudist colony (laughs) I'm going to live on the moon (laughs) I'm coming with you (laughs) you know we wouldn't have to worry about I know at the end of the day we have to put clothes on to leave the house and go and do our daily whatever that is and clothing is really really powerful and can be very very um you know can be a real reflection of you whether it be creatively or personally or whatever like it's Clothing is not frivolous. Yeah, and it's it, it can be really yes. bloody important. I totally agree with you. And it can also be really fun. And you know, for those like I, creatively, it can be quite yeah. a, an outlet as well. Sally, you mentioned before that you now don't focus so much on body shapes as you yeah. used to, like in the earlier stages of your career. But can you tell us how important it is for us to know our body shape, or is it? Or is it not? Mm. Is that one of the, um, the old rules don't yeah, apply type yeah. thing? Mm-hmm. I kind of think it is, you know, I, 
look. It's about how you feel, isn't it? It is about how you feel, but also the where I where my advice has kind of gone. You know, come the direction it's going in now. Mm-hmm. It's also it's style is so much more than what neckline you wear mm. or what shape of trouser or jean you wear. It's actually about a complete outfit, head to toe. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's what style is. So as long as you can create a cohesive flattering head-to-toe outfit, including shoes and including, you know, even a handbag, then to me that's kind of more important than these individual rules about what you should and shouldn't do for each part of your body type. Mm -hmm. So when we work with clients, as I said, women still want some guidelines and we still, so literally before we started speaking, I was just finishing up a, I call it a style plan, for a, cl- a client yesterday whose wardrobe I edited and, you know, part of it is just talk asking the client to describe their proportions. Okay. I never put someone in a box and say, okay, and like I know, Melinda, that you're quite broad-shouldered and quite kind of straight, aren't you? I you're the- am because I've messaged <laughs> you about things before. <laughs> <laughs> you're very, you're that almost kind of inverted triangle, aren't you? I am. But you're so much more than that. I would never just say, all right, Melinda's a an inverted triangle, so this is what she... I would say, right, Melinda, let's break it down. You have got broad shoulders. I don't know if you've got big boobs or small boobs. Let's just say you've got small bust. You've got a straightish waist that's not too dissimilar to your hips, like you're a bit, you know... Yes. Again, I'm sorry. I'm just making things yeah, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. I'll, I'll let you know she does have quite big boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Want to see? <laughs> she's she's more than a handful. Maybe a handful, more than a handful. <laughs> she just grabbed them for all of those listening, in case you're wondering. <laughs> Poor Sally. So it's more about yep. breaking down the components and the proportions of someone's overall shape rather than just mm. putting them in a box and saying you're a pear, you're an hourglass, you're an apple. Because, mm-hmm. you know, an hourglass, I could technically be an hourglass, yet... No one would probably think that because I'm six foot tall. But yep. if I look at my proportions, my shoulders are the same as my hips, but I'm and you have a waist. lengthened. Yeah. Mm. I've got a small waist, but I'm long. So, and I'm small busted. You know, we think of, uh, typically would think of an hourglass as being big busted. Mm. But yeah, so basically, Sally, throw the fucking yep. rules out the window. Yay! <laughs> and it's it. so funny you say that. <laughs> Mel and I have had the conversations before because I'm plus size and quite, and I love that that plus size is much more represented than it ever has been. Yep. And there's such a good movement towards that. But what I still Funny. struggle with at times is that a lot of the plus size um, models are very statuesque. They're quite tall and yeah. broad and, yeah. and you know, and I'm not, you know, I'm short and yeah. don't have much of a waist and, you know, it goes in but it's You've a short You've got a waist. way better waist than I do. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, what I'm saying is that it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's hard to kind of find, you know, I think, oh, that's a plus size model that looks great yeah. on her and I might purchase it yeah. and go, oh, no, no, it's yeah. just all, I'm just not as statuesque yeah. as her. So I get what you mean. And it's I've just about trying things. Yeah, that. But what you've got to do, and this is why with my Instagram, I very rarely 
talk about shape and I certainly don't talk about size Yeah, because what you've got to do in that instance is look at how the model is styled and look at the proportions and how they've put together the outfit and then replicate that yourself. On the weekend, I had a four foot 11 client. Now I'm six foot who's been a massive Instagram fan, loves my style, but just can't, has, hasn't worked out how to replicate that on her. For her, yes, yes. In two hours, we had, she had a fabulous new wardrobe and it was all about proportions, where Uh, things finished on her waist, taking up pet, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. So it's not, you know, it's not, it's not really about size or height. It's about, again, going back to that, it's kind of putting together outfits. Well, smart girl for employing your services because now she'll be like loving herself sick in all her new, her new outfits, which is just, and once again, leaving the house feeling confident, feeling a million dollars. And as you said before, the teaching, you know, yes, Yes. you've helped her. Yeah. She may come back every season to get a couple of updates or she might just go, hang on, no, I know what works for me now Mm. and I can identify that. Mm. Yeah. So knowing your dimensions. When are you coming to Queensland yeah, to yeah, when my wardrobe? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, have a catch up. I do have family in Brisbane. Well, do let us know so, because yeah, I'm keen. Yeah. My, brother, my brother's in Brisbane. So um, I would love to come up before I go. I'm heading away in late April. So I'd love to come up before then. Yeah, well, let us and know. My best and friend we'll... is in Brisbane. Hello, Lindley, if you're listening. Oh, hi, so, Lindley. I hope you're have... part of our 50 ish yeah. time. <laughs> Well, maybe let us know and you could do some work while you're up here on your holiday and we can see if some of our 50s yeah. tribe want to play. Create an event. Sally, are there, with all your expertise and knowledge, are there some style hacks that we all must know? I should have prepared myself more uh, better for this question because want- I did see it in the notes. <laughs> do you want to take oh, a moment? <laughs> no, I think, well, I think, okay, so one of the things that we will still talk about when we're kind of, you know, loosely talking about shape in and it's kind of turning the narrative so a lot of women will dress to hide what they don't like about their shape so to cover their tummy or to cover their bum or to guilty 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 yeah 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 so what we've got to do is flip that way of dressing and say okay what do I like about my shape what do I like about my body what parts of my body am I comfortable drawing the attention to, you know, showing a bit of skin, all those kind of things, and then making sure that you dress to enhance your assets mm, I rather love that. than dress to hide your flaws. Mm. Yeah. Turn yeah. the narrative. Because whether it's, you know, so good. whether it's your decolletage, whether it's your wrists and your ankles, whether it's your face, it doesn't really matter. But Try and focus on enhancing and bringing the eye to those parts of your body first before you worrying about worrying about what cut what your good covers, bits, what your favorite bit, your favorite bits. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And then I mean, I I think also, and again, it's it's everyone is a little bit different, and it's not just about telling everybody to tuck in. Like that's just again very generic, and mm-hmm. that's what you kind of can't. It's hard to get across on social media because at the end of the day, you know, your version of tucking in Mel might be different to yours, you know, in terms of how I would show you how to tuck in. Mm. So, And then, um, of course, there's the know, side tuck and the middle tuck. The French the, tuck. That's exactly <laughs> right. And then if you're tucking in, that means that you're wearing a top and a bottom. But what what do, what do those two pieces look like and how do the colours go together, blah blah But tucking in is a very powerful tool. Yes, mm. it is. 
Yes. Yes, it certainly is. <laughs> I'm off those I'm little here. things. I'm here for a bit of a tuck. But it's not one tuck suits all. No. no yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. I'm rocking yeah. a bit of a side tuck today. I don't mind a bit of a side tuck. Yeah. yeah. Big fan of the side tuck. Yeah. And, but tell me why you do that. Because although I do have big boobs and I do have a big yeah. tummy, but sometimes the side tuck just draws a bit of shape in rather than leaving well, my breast. Well, Mel just said before that you've got a better waist than her. So, you, you know, by tucking in and drawing the eye to your waist at some point yes. will create shape and kind of just subtly bring the eye to the Yes, waist, exactly. So Whereas well I feel well if I tuck you. it all in, I'm too short in the body and my tummy's too gotcha. big and my boobs are too big, so it's just too yeah. much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just yeah. sort of squashes it all, <laughs> squashes us down, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, if you want some more of Sally's great tips, we'll be back in a minute. Millions of people have lost weight with personalised plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So, Sally, the other thing, and I guess this is different for everyone, but what are some of the essential pieces we should have in the basic wardrobe? Like when your clients come, what are the things that you absolutely think everyone should have? So I definitely think everyone should have a blazer of some sort. Yep. And, again, that's not going to be a one-size-fits-all because, you know, you guys are in Brisbane where it's a lot warmer, more humid. Yep. So while someone in Melbourne might have a beautiful wool blazer, for you guys it might be a nice linen blazer that's a bit more breathable. But the bl- a blazer is, and again, you know, some people will have a beautiful structured double-breasted kind of power blazer. Others will prefer something that's softer and longer on the body. So, again, it's not, what again, one blazer fits all, yep. but having a great blazer or something tailored in your wardrobe yep. just helps to elevate all those other pieces in your wardrobe. So I just think it's something that everybody should have. Yep. And I'll give you all great. a tip here on buying a really good investment piece blazer. Don't do it when you've just lost a lot of weight and you're feeling fantastic and you think, I'm going to em- I'm going to buy this jacket. Mm, mm. It's going to be an investment piece that I will have forever <laughs> that I wear twice and then put have the weight back on yourself? and don't. Yes, yeah. I do. I've got a yeah. beautiful Camilla and Mark gorgeous blazer. Yeah, Is it the, the old dimmer blazer with the gold buttons? Yeah, really that's the one. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just keep it. Hold on, that was that was never a comfortable blazer. That was so. I had the I had mm. a green one. I've sold it on. Yeah, you know, I think it was just the 
young girl in the shop giving me compliments, mm. bright, shiny lights. Yeah. I fall for it every time. Yeah. Mm, I know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. moving on. The what other else? thing. You know, I think a blazer, yeah, so a blazer, yep. I mean, yep. things like a blazer, I feel like, you know, the basics, obviously a great pair of jeans that, that you feel good in that are your style of jeans. And for you, if that's a skinny jean, go for a skinny jean. That's absolutely fine. But you know, you might want something that's a little bit more modern. Maybe you're a high-rise, wide-leg, full-length kind of girl. Like, But a great pair of jeans that you can kind of throw on with, with everything. You know, a good white, a good crew-neck white T-shirt. I mean, I'm kind of going through all these basics in one of my little Insta um, series that I'm calling Five Reasons Why. I did so see I that. I saw the, the crew-neck ones. Loved it. Black jeans, yeah, black, black. White tee. A crossbody bag. Yeah. Yes, saw that one. Cool. Every, mm. Everyone needs a crossbody bag. And I can't remember the first one I did. Have I done white sneakers? I don't no. Yeah. Sneakers. No, Maybe but your right. trench. Could it have been a trench? Not a trench. Mm. I can go through and look. I've ticked yeah. them all off in my little list. Love anyway. That. So, um, Sally, on the jeans, the old ripped jeans, what are your thoughts? <laughs> oh, isn't it funny? Because I put one of my pair of ripped jeans on the other day and I thought, oh, I don't know. It's more. funny, isn't it? Because mm. I do like a ripped jean, but sometimes I put them on and go, no, 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 Yeah. We've got this funny story. We were going to a girlfriend's <laughs> lunch, her 50th birthday lunch in Brisbane, and she's a very classy girl and I was meeting a couple of my girlfriends at the lunch because I live in the other direction. And I was unsure of what to wear. And I hadn't seen this girl for quite a lot of, long time and her friends are... They're a very glamorous bunch. And I was just really unsure of, you know, what the You were nervous. Was. I was nervous. Mm. And I rang yeah. my friend Paula. <laughs> I said, oh, what do you think I should wear? And she goes, you know what? You look really nice in those, you know, those distressed jeans you've got in a really nice blouse. Wear that. So I've done that. And mind you, it was, you know, like I had this gorgeous top on and, and heels. jeans and, and heels mm. and, you know, the bright mm. lips and, you know. But then I got there and everyone was dressed in these beautiful Midi dresses. Midi Zimmerman, dresses like, in Zimmerman, like florals and feminine. And, oh, my God, when Paul got there, I went, thank you for nothing. No, but you know what you did, Trish? You went hard and went home early. <laughs> then I had a few rosés to quell my anxiety and, yeah, had to go home before dark. So my answer to that question then, mm. Trish, would actually be more about how did the ripped jeans make you feel? Yeah. Well, exactly. The outfit, day, yes. Yes. Yeah. The outfit I didn't mind, but the outfit at that function was not on. And that's the thing. At somewhere somewhere else, at a different event, on a different occasion, the ripped jeans would be more than appropriate. So, mm. yeah, look, I think they're not, they're certainly not in as much as they used to be. Yes, and yeah. There's rip, like there's distressed and there's distressed jeans. I think a little bit of distressing or a rip here, there, but, you know, um, again, what you feel like at the time. That yeah. that yeah. segues quite nicely to our next question, Trish, which is about dress codes, yes. actually. And so, mm. so for some people, they, they can be confusing to interpret. They can. And so, there's all these new made-up ones as well. <laughs> I think they're confusing to me. God, what are you going to throw at me now? Well, well you know, know. When yeah. the old, as you say, and we're probably, we're probably able to answer it for ourselves because it's like the rule book's gone. Yeah. But, you know, when you go to a cocktail or formal, you know, black tie, black tie to me used to mean floor-length 
gown or formal was mm. tall legs. I still think it is. Yeah, mm. and then you get people and they're in kind of cocktail dresses and so mm. it's very blurred. So I guess everyone is doing what they can. It's so but. open to interpretation, Sally, but do you think that there are some basic guidelines that we could follow? Lounge suit, that always well, gets my husband. Lounge suit. What's lounge suit for a woman? Well, that's, see, that's the problem. Men have got it so easy. Yes. All those, all those you know, dress codes are very simple for a man to follow you yes. know a formal means okay black suit and a tux or you know and a, yeah. and a bow tie or you know that kind of thing i too and maybe it's all our age that i too think that if something is formal that for a woman that means full length yes yeah and black tie yeah, yeah. or black tie mm. perhaps as well mm-hmm. black tie formal <clears throat> foolish length you know? Yeah. So do you think that um, we're we're better sort of erring on the side of caution and sort of dressing like to the limit of the the dress code, if that makes sense? Rather than going at, yeah, yeah, dressing down like at the lower end of the dress, dress code, up. go up. A, walk in there as though you're the best dressed, you've made the most effort in the room. Yeah. Rather than being the person who thought, oh shit, I should have wish I'd, you know. Made, made a little bit more effort. Yeah. But, yeah, I think the dress codes are very blurred and, you know, don't even get me started on workwear dress codes, which oh, have yes. completely changed, you know, particularly in Melbourne. Yep. Since the pandemic, no one's wearing. I mean, I did actually say I was walking behind a woman yesterday in the city with her stilettos. And, you know, when you can, when, they're, when women are walking in stilettos and it just, you just, you see the heel of the stiletto just kind of bend, like oh, 45-degree yes. angle. Yes. And I'm like, oh, my God, they're so stupid, those shoes. Yeah. Um, but you rarely see a woman in a stiletto anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, they're in their so loafers or their loafers. Um, so dress codes are, yeah, I don't know, they're, they're weird things. Yeah. Mm. And I think they are very, they're very difficult to decipher. So often if, I, if I'm with a client and they've got a wedding or something like that and they'll say, they'll ask my advice, my advice to them will say, ask the person whose event it is, so whose okay. wedding it is. Yep. What do they want you to wear? And then they'll come back with, the oh, just wear what you want. <laughs> oh, yeah. but, well, no, it's like be specific. Well, yeah. that's right. If you get that answer, then it's totally open to interpretation. Or contact Sally. So, <laughs> so you rock up in your bikini. Yeah, but I don't know that I've it. got the answer either, Trish. That's the problem. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. just as confused as you. Yeah, I suppose the setting plays into it as well, doesn't it? Totally. Yes, mm, exactly. And so today my client's going to New Zealand, going to Christchurch on the we- on the weekend for a wedding. She wanted to check her outfit by me. Great. Um, it's going to be quite chilly. And exactly I said, what what time is it and where is it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So and that plays a huge role. Totally. Yeah. Absolutely. And let's look at the weather app. Yeah, because I've been to weddings yeah. in New Zealand and froze to death. Like oh, at, when the sun set, and it was yeah. February, so it was a hot day. Sunset, freezing, and that's also freezing. good yeah. for packing you're as not well. Used to that in Brisbane, no, but we are not, and it's no. so hard, Sally, when you're packing to go on a holiday and you're so hot and you're going somewhere oh, yeah. and you're cold. <laughs> you kind of <laughs> underestimate how oh, cold cold is. Packing. Yeah. yeah. Packing yeah, hard. sometimes I've packed and I've just been so Imagine hot at us. the time. Yeah, exactly. Winter, yeah, you know, coming to Queen Northern, far north Queensland, it's just like oh, yeah. I can't even imagine. 
Isn't it a weird flight? Like when you're on the plane and mm. you kind of get yeah. on one end in one outfit and mm. then you get, you're like, oh, my god, And you hit the humidity when you walk, yeah. walk off. Sally, I just want to talk to you about your presence on Instagram. And I know that the pandemic for you actually played into you building your business beautifully because we were all stuck at home, particularly, unfortunately, mm. for everyone in Melbourne who had an extremely long lockdown period. But just tell us a bit about that. How did that allow yeah, I guess, you and to? I guess how we can use Instagram. Well, I freaking loved a, it because I was I was watching you all the time, and we weren't even in lockdown, but I was still watching you. And you had this lovely, <laughs> cheerful presence every day. Like you did it really well because oh you were going I look back, and I wonder even how I did that. Well, you, to be honest. well we, but you were honest because you were basically saying, "Yeah, like this is you know this is shit," but yeah. this is what we're going to talk about today. And Sally, so I t- don't think you're alone. I think everyone looks back on the last oh, no, year since twenty twenty, going, "How yeah. what? How did that even yeah. happen? How did we survive that? Yeah. What is and that? How did we get through it?" Yeah. yeah. So tell well, us. I guess for me, yeah. Look, the 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 whole lockdowns and pandemic kind of obviously gave me the time because my business just went from. Mm. hero to zero overnight and not just once like multiple times obviously when we're in and out of lockdowns for two years really but it gave me the time to finally or gave me the time to create content and if you remember back then in 2020 it was all about IGTV which has gone Ah, you know yes pre pre reels really yes it is kind of a thing emerging I remember watching reels thinking what the fuck are these yes yes yeah I'm going to stick to my long-form videos where I can really talk the talk (laughs) and, of course, you know, now realise, okay, that's what reels are for. But I think I was just, I think in the beginning I was seeing really not very good ones, Um, so I didn't quite get them. But, um, yeah, so the whole time in lockdown gave me the opportunity to, I guess, really show my skills and talk and talk the talk, walk the walk, so to speak. So, you know, it was what was one thing to share a photo on Instagram of my style, but anyone can put a photo of themselves and, you know, whether they're a stylist or whatever, it doesn't really matter. But all of a sudden people were listening to me and seeing me mm. explain things and go, Oh yeah, she she knows what she's talking about. Yeah. So it kind of then just the the Instagram growth just kind of went gangbusters uh, and I yeah. my husband hates the way I, I say this word but I love this word it's it's unpacking so you're able so you've yeah. got your concept and your idea for your you know for your mm. IGTV <laughs> like during the pandemic yeah. but then you can actually unpack that so that's where the educational component comes in yes. mm. and yeah. you know your, your average woman finds that really really helpful gosh yeah. because it is yeah. yeah I know and I still and I often put little, you know, question boxes asking people if they're interested in, you know, long-form videos still or reels. And people will still say they want long-form videos. Yeah. But I think this is the, the frustrating thing as a creator as well is that, you know, you share a bloody 30-second, 45-second reel that gets 100,000 views in two days because they're quick. You know, people yes. have got the patience to watch that. Even though you know half of your audience actually wants the long form, yes. but also half of your audience aren't going to sit there and watch it because people don't have attention. Yes, <laughs> and you know they might. So as, yeah, yeah, very. They might have the best intention to do it, but yeah, I don't have totally, the attention yeah. span for that or at all. I'm not watching it now. I'll come back. Yes, like I often because you know Trini is in a different time zone. Often her videos pop up, and I'm just not. You know, I'm on yes. the go or whatever. Of course, and then I often 
don't get back to watching them, but just the timing doesn't quite work yes. for me. So yep. I get it. Yeah, yeah, Oh, absolutely. gosh. And on that, I saw on your Instagram you got to meet Trini when oh, she was out. I did. I, yeah, <gasps> I saw that, that too. Fabulous. Sally, I saw that too. I was pretty chuffed because yeah. um, she reached out to me oh. and said, you know, I'd love, well, she told her PR that, oh, look, you know, I'd love to meet Sally when I'm in Melbourne. So, oh, yeah. That is cool. That still, is a real. scratch me. Yep. Yeah. The yeah. 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 But you also deserve it. Thank you. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Huge well, I milestone. Give you a little, a little, um, little insight, <gasps> little heads up. We love insights. There might, yep. There might be something happening in May in London. Oh, we're watching. Well, when it does happen and after it happens, can we talk to you again and find (laughs) out all the costs? Awesome, awesome. Sally, we unfortunately we're running out of time, but we we, we do feel like we've covered the basics anyway without sitting here for hours and hours, and you're very busy and we appreciate that. So it's time for our world-famous wrap-up question. World-famous. I think that's a stretch, but anyway. I've decided it's (laughs) world-famous. Are you ready? Are you manifesting that? Is that what we're doing? Yes, I'm manifesting. That's exactly what I'm doing. So if you could go back in time, what would today's Sally tell your 20-ish self and why? What advice would would, you give her? What would today's Sally tell my 20-year-old self? Mm. Well, probably the thing that comes to my mind instantly is to embrace your height and stand tall. Nice. Because when you get older, people are going to look at you and think, Fuck, I wish I was your height. Yes. Yeah. It's, like, a great, it's a great asset and I love being tall. Good. So all those tall women or women who have got tall uh, tall daughters, daughters, just, you know, my dad would come and put my shoulders back. Yes. At the kitchen dinner table all the time. Yep. Come on, shoulders back. Yep. So that's that's the thing that that's the instinctual answer that comes to my head. Great. Yes. I love it. I love it too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's and that's just also accepting who you are. The real you yeah, know, you in essence the essence I can't of help selling. It be tall. Correct. Yeah, yes. yeah can't correct. No, you can't. There's quite a few yeah. things we can't change and our height is no. one. Although Trish and I can wear a little wedge. Can't we, darling? <laughs> if we can be bothered. <laughs> if we can be bothered. But usually I wear flats and I'm short, but who cares because I like being comfortable, right? Yeah. So exactly. I just, I, yeah. and I just accept, I just don't give a 50 about that no. anymore. So, don't give a 50. I love the name of the podcast. Uh, thank you. Sally. Thank you so much. Yeah. So that's it from us today. We will put links to today's epic guest, Sally McKinnon from Styled by Sally in our show notes. And if you don't live in Melbourne, have a look at Sally's website and definitely follow her on Instagram for fashion advice, ideas and inspiration and education as well. Don't forget, you can follow us on Instagram at don'tgiver50 and email us at hello at don'tgiver50.com.au. If you have any suggestions for topics you'd like us to discuss or you would like to put yourself or someone you know forward to Mm. appear on Friend of a Friend. Friend of a friend. A friend of a friend of a friend. Just go to our website, www.don'tgiveafifty.com.au. While you're there, sign up to be part of our 50-ish tribe. We'd love to have you. Also, and very importantly, if you've got a moment, leave us a rating or a review. Remember, gorgeous 50-ishers, life is for living. Don't give a 50 because we're all 50 and awesome, regardless of age, and living and ageing is an absolute privilege, and just being awesome is our right. Excellent. Thanks, Thanks ladies. So have much. a great week. Thank you, Sally. Thank you. Thank you. We'll put links to that to that.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.